the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yeah, 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 it is hump day on tonight's Andrea K. Show, Hour 2, Hour duh. Glad to have you guys here with us, keeping our eyes on uh, two fires. One uh, out by way of Dulzura, which is down in the Homul area, Barrett Lake area. So far, the, I'm hearing from people that they're cool where they're at. I don't know, personally know anybody's being evacuated. If you are, if you're concerned and you want to give us a call and tell us what your experience is or, or if you're there and you're sticking put, 888-344-1170. There is also the Willow Fire out by way of Lakeside, which uh, is also um, a, a concern that we have. The evacuation center there is Lakeside Christian Church. The evacuation center for the Hamul area is Hamul Casino. So uh, we're going to keep watch there. Uh, San Diego Fire Department has said that you can get updates there at SD Fire on Twitter at SD Fire and at Cal Fire. So, um, all right. Uh, and of course, we continue to send our thoughts and prayers down to my old stomping grounds, Jackson, Mississippi. I got family there. And uh, who are struggling tonight uh, with water. Um, I kind of feel bad that now we got to talk about some economic struggles. We got struggles everywhere. We got fire struggles. We got water struggles. We got all kinds of struggles. Struggles to the left of me. Two stuck in the middle with you. Sounds like a Beatles song. My favorite Beatles song. But <laughs> we'll it just go with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, joining me now, who evidently, according to Skins, is going to weigh in on the great music debate that I was thought we were putting to bed. I thought we were I thought we were sticking a fork in this thing, that it yeah, was but done. Yeah, opinion. You go to the man. Well, then, but we can't really close. we got to close out this debate by getting the incredible, the, he's not only the financial thought doctor, but evidently the music thought doctor as well, Dave Elhoff, who joins us now every week at this time to talk economics but he also i guess is going to weigh in on our music debate the beatles and elvis overrated yay or nay welcome to the show my man and what say you number one stuck in the middle with you is not a Beatles song. oh yeah, yeah she, she does she always thought it was though i always thought it was and so uh <laughs> and so and if i don't claim to like it as a Beatles song then that means i don't like any Beatles song <laughs> 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 For me, it's close enough. So give me that one, my man. All right. Now, I say that I, since the, the, this is my show and my name is on the show, I've declared myself Absolutely. the winner. I've declared myself the winner here. But Skins wants you to weigh in quickly before we move on to talk some economics. So what before is your thought? Before I weigh in, Andrew K., mm-hmm. who do you think is legit? 
I think the Beat- both the Beatles and Elvis are overrated musically. I do agree with some callers we had last night who said, "Look, even if you don't, even if that particular style of music isn't your jam, they change the face of music with their styles and their genre." We even had one caller who went deep. He I went mean, real deep. He went deep into the communist or satanic roots uh, involving the Beatles. We don't need you to go that deep, man. Just tell us: Are the Beatles and Elvis overrated or not? You didn't answer my question. What was my? What's your question? My this question is my show, is, by the way. I ask the questions, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> my question was: Who do you think is legit? The Neville Brothers, first of all. If you listen to the Neville Brothers, it would. If you've never heard them, it would change your life. Just listen to Hey Pocky yeah. Way down by the riverside. You listen you to you listen to Aaron Neville's uh, sing Amazing Grace, and you know that will literally change your life. Okay, so Neville Brothers, we can start there. Okay, my favorite album of all time is Lou Rawls' Unmistakably Lou. Um, you'll never find another love like mine. Just, just genius. Absolute genius. I love genius. your choices. Thank I you. I love your choices. All right. But I have to weigh in. The Beatles and Elvis changed the music world forever. In a good way? Yes. Is that what we're saying here? Okay. That's what I'm saying. Did anybody ever listen to those albums and, and have the same life-changing reaction like listening to songs in the key of life? Uh, uh, by Stevie Wonder. I think it's a personal. I think it's a personal situation. The Beatles definitely changed my life, and you know, I wasn't a big Elvis fan until I went to Graceland. And when I went to Graceland, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Hold up, man! Hold up! What about some red velvet drapes and red velvet uh, sofas that won you over to Elvis? I mean, like, can we talk? Did somebody serve you a yummy fried peanut butter and nanner sandwich? Is that what went down? And suddenly you were like, yes. Yeah, like 150 days in a row. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you very much. And the other thing is the dreaded orange and dreaded green carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tripped. I've never done any kind of drug, but I imagine that's what what would be going on visually for me if I ever tripped on acid. Everyone's got to put it on their bucket list to go to Graceland once. All right. You'll come out of there crying. I guarantee you. All right. Okay. Well, I think we should do the AK show live from Graceland. Live from Graceland. But there you go. I'll wear. I'll, I'll do gold lame Elvis. I'll do the sideburns. You, you know. Um. I'll curl my upper lip, and then you know, I'll sing blue suede shoes for you. How's that, my man? There you go. <laughs> you can do it. Do I know? Yeah, you know I can. All yeah. right. We've had enough fun, man. We got. We yeah. got to get serious here because um, I don't even know where we start. Um. You know what? This isn't, I don't know if this is really an economics topic, but you always weigh in on climate change. And here's what so many people are talking about, which is related because they, you know, we got somebody admitting today from the Democrat Party uh, that the Inflation Reduction Act really was never about inflation. It's just a big, you know, environmental giveaway bill. We've talked about that. So this climate change stuff is something that you're not just passionate about because, you know, it's not nonsense and stupid, but the impact on the economy. Two days after Gavin. 
Gavin Newsom declares that California is going to be banning gas-powered vehicles. Now with a heat wave, they're warning telling owners of EV uh, electric vehicles not to charge their cars because it'll break the electric grid. And how do you think that's going to work out, AK, with the people who own electric cars? Do you think they care about a grid lockdown? I don't think so. No, they have lives. They charge your cars, and they're going to do it because they're selfish. Well, yeah, these are the same people, by the way. Let me tell y'all, nine times out of ten, when I see, and you can't, I can't go anywhere in my hood where I can't go five feet without bumping into a Tesla. And these are the people that are driving around by themselves with a mask on, Elhoff. <laughs> That's what's going on here. Yeah, because of poison coming out of that Tesla, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that Tesla is producing toxins within the car. And you got to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, seriously, though, um, when we were, uh, Skins and I were talking earlier about, uh, I don't even remember how we got on the topic. We were talking about people running out of gas. We were, sometimes we pre-show, we just sit and talk and laugh and giggle and have a good time. And the subject of roadside assistance came up. And Skins brought up a really good point that had to do with, we were talking about running out of gas. And and we, it actually even backing up further than that, we were talking about kids who dumb stuff. And what was one of the bad things that I did more than once as a kid? I ran out of gas a couple of times and, you know, which wasn't good. And so we got on the subject of running out of gas and roadside assistance. And you brought up a really good point, Skins, about electric vehicles. A couple of them. You know, one, what if you run out of juice uh, out of your electric charge? And, you know, do you call AAA? Does AAA have the ability to charge your car? And then two... What if your battery dies? These things are $20,000 to replace. I don't think you can get roadside assistance, Elhoff, to come over and give you a new one. I don't think so either. You hope you uh, uh, your car dies next to a solar plant and you can plug into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, somebody well, else. You po- saw in that article you sent over to me. Billions of dollars are being set up so they can put in a million more charging stations that they need by 2030 in order for the electric cars to work. And we talked about it last week, the unintended consequences of electrical cars. And one of them is this. They got to get energy from somewhere. And if you're in the middle of a heat wave and they they want to... tell you not to charge your car, what are you going to do? They'll probably go and get a natural gas, a gas generator and generate it right. with a gas generator to charge up their electric car. Right. I mean, it's so non, it does, it's so nonsensical. It's so, it's such the perfect analogy and uh, for liberalism and how insane it is that it is, it, some other thing, I don't know if you've mentioned it or if I heard it from you or if I heard it from Elon Musk, but 90% of all electricity, whether it's whether you're using it for your blow dryer or whether you're using it to charge your EV, still comes from fossil fuels. Exactly. Gas, coal, fired plants. Absolutely. It's got to come from somewhere. 
So this is it ain't coming from solar. If you need to charge a car, your EV at three in the morning, you ain't getting it from solar. No, you're not. So electric, electric doesn't come out of nowhere and charge your car automatically. They all think that oh god, this electrical car is so great it doesn't leave a carbon footprint. Well, they haven't looked at the whole footprint of the electrical car. Plus, as Noah mentioned, when that $20,000 battery goes mm-hmm. bad, what do they do with that? Yeah. As we mentioned before, mm-hmm. all these windmills, a lot of these blades are coming out of service now, and they're starting to fill up our landfill mm-hmm. with these things, our titanium. I don't even know what they're made of, but they have a ridiculous lifetime, more than styrofoam, I'm I'm thinking, before they dissolve and go back in to the ground or atmosphere. Well they're being the the mining for these batteries is taking place in the Congo, which is one of the most vicious just the extreme humanitarian crisis that that is the Congo is just shocking. So the lib, the lib, the libs don't care about you know just like they don't care you know the, about the Uyghurs and who's making the Nike shoes over in China, right? They don't care about what's going on over in Congo in the mining for these batteries. Um, and they don't care about the landfills, and that's to mine for the batteries. They don't care about what's going to happen in trying to dispose of these. And, and Skins is right. You know, I've used AAA many times to come and replace my battery. I don't bother to go get my car towed and go buy a battery and go do this or whatever. And, and you're, there's not going to be any roadside assistance. A friend of mine used to drive a Prius, and when her battery died, it cost too much to replace the battery for that Prius. So she basically traded it in, I think, to Toyota and had to go down market. It, to get some other gas ca- you know, car because she just couldn't afford the new battery for it. And there's just so many people that are just liberals, uh, you know, always vote on uh, the Democrat Party is brilliant at uh, convincing Democrats to vote off of platitudes that can fit on a bumper sticker. And they never ask the second and the third level questions. Uh, meanwhile, um, I had a clip. I can't find it that I wanted to play for you. That's kind of in line with this. I think we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue with the financial thought doctor, Dave Elhoff, because I want to talk the, about how what this electric stuff, this climate change, environmental policy crap, what that has to do and the impact on what that has to do with ESG scores and the impact on our economy here and around the world. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170. We're going to continue right now uh, with our conversation with the financial thought, Dr. Dave Elhoff. But do write that number down because we will resume taking your calls when we were done. We've got to keep our focus on the man, the myth, the legend known as Fighting Meadows, the backseater from his from his Navy flight days. Uh, we haven't fo- forgotten about that. So before the break, we were talking about electric vehicles and, and all the stupidity and nonsense behind that. Not, not that 
there's an, there's nothing wrong with driving an EV, but the idea that you're going to just you know just force everybody into that when they're still reliant in order to power them on you know fossil fuels is insane. Well, they're trying to tell you too, Andrea, that you're spending a lot of money on gas. So go to do an EV. You're going to save right. money, right? And um, so all, so much of this, what this climate change stuff is about, is it's about wokeness, right? We understand that we've gone deep. We've we've talked about how this is a factor in the Great Reset and how this all you know it all fits together. We were one of the first people to talk about, and I know this because I had people questioning me. What is this ESG thing you're talking about? What is this ESG thing you're talking about? And it's and corporations have been for years now been evaluated in, on the basis of environment, social justice, and governance. That's what the E and the S and the G stands for. And we're continuing our discussion with Dave Elhoff. And um, I thought yesterday um, I w- was watching an interview which uh, had an economist was on uh, one of the business shows. And the topic, Elhoff, was about how uh, in order to force the, the forcing of the climate change stuff, the environment on everybody that, that was going on with trying to force us into EVs is part of this ESG movement that they're trying to use against corporations, right? And gauging government go, uh, corporations on their, their role in the environment, social justice and governance. And I heard this economist say that right now with what, how people are being jacked around the world with the cost of energy, whether it's at the gas pump or whether it's in their homes with electricity bills that the result will end up starving poor children and killing them and i want to play this clip for the listeners and for you dave Dave elhoff and see if you think that this guy is just being hyperbolic or being straight on skins if you could play clip two is these policies that are esg driven and morally driven that we should convert everything to alternative energy tomorrow um, are going to end up starving the poor children of the world like it's it's and killing many of them so it's 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 counterintuitive that that could actually happen and that's what we're seeing melissa with the prices at a thousand dollars a megawatt hour a thousand euros a megawatt hour you know you're gonna see you're gonna see real problems in europe i can't believe it's not on the front page of every paper every day and Elhoff, if, if they're paying between a th- uh, the uh, uh, dollar equivalent of $1,000 to $3,000 a month in homes across Europe in order to uh, air condition homes and, and to power their homes, and that's that's going to quickly happen here in the United States, won't it? I'll tell you what. Here's the problem, Andrea, about this ESG thing. The biggest problems people have facing them about their financial wherewithal are risk of the market, taxes, regulation, Mm -hmm. which you're dealing with the ESG, inflation, depreciation of the dollar, Mm -hmm. all this planned obsolescence that goes, takes place. But the ESG regulations forcing these companies to follow these guidelines are going to hurt the least among us. Yep. It's one of the reasons why we've got supply chain issues, baby formula shortages that continue to this day. It's why we still have uh, empty shelves. And, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying some of the San Diego weather, but we are approaching the winter months when electricity 
uh, bills get even higher because it's one thing to make a decision that you'll you know turn your thermostat higher uh, in the summer and maybe sit and sweat a little bit, but you know it's a whole nother decision when you're living in the Pacific North the. Uh, not the Pacific Northwest, but the Northeast, or you're living, you know, in Switzerland or somewhere around the world where it snows and and it's either you either pay these prices or you die. And this is literally going to become life or death. And, you know, this is this is and it and it's serious. And and I, I can't understand for the life of me why the Democrats, you know, are why there's any Democrat voters left, how anybody could vote. I guess it's because we're not yet paying three thousand dollars a month to for an average American to power their home. I guess that's why. Because well, I, it doesn't need to be that high. It's hurting right now. Yeah. It's hurting right now. There are people now that can't afford to put the heating oil into their furnaces. There are people right now that can't afford the four, five, six dollar a gallon gasoline taxes. They're being hurt. And the very people that the Democrats are trying to say, we're there to help you. You marry the government and we'll take care of you. They're the ones that are being hurt. Well, yeah. And, you know, and, and, and everybody's going to be hurt with this student loan buyout stuff. I haven't even talked to you about that. Uh, oh Dave, yeah. I mean, I think it was it the taxpayers found it, a couple of th- reports that came out yesterday. It's going to cost on average to uh, to uh, 240 million Americans, twenty five hundred dollars to pay off the supposed ten thousand dollars for many of which for, for people that can afford to pay it off. It's just flat out looting the Treasury to buy votes. Then I found out Elhoff, according to some tax found foundation uh, organization that there are 13 states get this 13 states they're going to tax those that got this ten thousand dollar student loan relief going to tax them the full dollar amount of it as additional income so it's not even going to help most people i mean but it's just a blatant despicable cynical way to buy votes isn't it absolutely forgiveness of debt is a taxable event and very well it could be a federal taxable event it has yet to be seen, but I'm hoping that America wakes up and understands this guy we have trying to run the country is oblivious to what really is going on with the entire economy. Now, he forgave a bunch of debt, and a lot of stupid people say, oh, gosh, that's good for me. That's good for me. Well, wait until they get the tax bill. Yeah. And we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just it, it's just it, it's an easy ploy when we're pushing out so many uh, young people uh, out of these colleges and universities. And who's who's really who's really ultimately going to be hurt the most by it, in my opinion, is those people in their 50s, 60s that are looking to try to retire. And, to the, and today, Skins and I were talking and we were you know talking about topics for the show. And he goes, you know, what? this is such a good idea that you brought Elhoff in because, you know, the, with what we didn't even know when I just wanted to do news you can use. We didn't know how bad at the point. At that point, things were gonna things were gonna get <laughs> before we brought you in. But there's never been a, a a more important time for people to try to change their strategy, figure their strategy out of what they're gonna do. Because eighty seven thousand new IRS agents coming for you. Um, eBay now. Um, here's some more news that's happened in the past few days since I talked to you. Um, we've got we know we've got eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. Those are not going after the one percenters. Uh, 
eBay put out yesterday um, uh, telling people for the first time, we're not going to pay you any money from anything you've sold on eBay if you've made more than $600 until you give us your social social security number, because now we're going to report that to the IRS. So it's almost every day to where there's some new issue going on with money and the economy, and it's too it's almost too much for Americans to stay on top of it and figure it out. Well, you know what's interesting? You talk about college education. Bill Gates, Zuckerberg, and there's a list of others that are running these major corporations. They don't have college degrees. Mm -mm. They don't have college degrees, people. Wake up. You don't need to pay $400,000 for a college degree and make a living in this world. Zuckerberg. Gates, yeah, they don't have college degrees. Now, of course, we Look understand that people like yourself. You needed a college degree first. That's how you, you wouldn't you wouldn't without the education been able to fly jets and you exactly. know and be a financial planner. We get that, so it does make sense. We're not saying nobody should ever go to college, but you know, and 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 we don't we don't have time to get into you know. We talked a lot about the college thing last week. In fact, you talked about how people need to be careful and don't just throw money into college funds for their kids because it's not necessarily transferable and you don't even know for sure your kid's going to go to college but the tax stuff uh has me really concerned because it's this that's going to be changing really quickly as well as the inflation is going to continue to get worse because this new student loan thing is just going to even obama's financial advisor came out of and said the other day this is throwing gasoline on the inflation fire so tell everybody tell everybody um you know what you quickly we've got a minute left and past the point of a break uh, you know, how people can get a hold of you and how you think you can help them address what to do about college funds, what to do about inflation to try to hedge against it, uh, to, uh, to maybe help them figure out tax strategies. Well, 619-548-0965. Folks, listen, the government financial institutions have stacked the deck against you and you got to be able to identify how they're doing that. My phone number is 619-548-0965. Do a 15-minute conversation. I can share with some of these ways that financial institutions, banks, Wall Street, the government have set up all these plans. It's not to benefit you. It's to benefit them. That's right. That's right. It's it's to ben- and and the time is of the essence because it's going to continue to get worse. And I'm also concerned about these ESG scores and how they're going to start denying people loans uh, or have interest rates be you know dependent on things like you know um, delving into your social media. So do not wait. Contact Elhoff and he will help you figure things out. Your number one more time, my man. All right. Go get him, AK. Hey, your number one more time. You weren't listening. All right. Now, all right. Take it easy, Fighting Meadows. You too. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because guess what? If you thought, if you were doubting whether or not the fourth booster was working or not, wait a year. We got another one on its way. Booster number five, and we're going to share the latest details for you uh, in regards to the shots. And guess what? Guess who made horse dewormers great again? Got a, got a little snicker out of skins on that one. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show on his way.
AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We were going to play just an amazing comment from our comment line. Um, but that's okay. We'll, we'll pull it up here in a moment. It was, it was actually a caller, if I believe, who was going to, who shared an idea for us in terms of a guest to come on the show. So hopefully we're going to pull that up because I don't remember the name of the guest. <laughs> um, but we'd love to hear show, uh, suggestions from you guys on our 24 hour comment line, which is 844-814-5227. That's 844-814-5227. You can call in a weigh in on any topics of the day. You can give us show suggest uh, topic suggestions guest suggestions just anything at all that you want to say uh keep it g though we go we like to keep it rated g uh, uh on the ak show comment line and you can also email me at andrew they can't show. stop us we got it he's ready to go all right go ahead hey, uh you guys should have steve kirsch uh interview steve kirsch he's super smart on this covid bioweapon um Recent article in the burningplatform.com says that young doctors in Canada are dying 23 times the normal rate after the second booster. Uh, you need to talk to Steve Kirsch. He is right on top of this. Very smart guy. Thanks a lot. You ever heard of him, Andrea? I have never heard of him. I'm not sure why doctors would necessarily be dying at a higher rate. That's interesting. Or if it matches um, some type of um, mortality rate just in general with the population after a second booster. So I'll do. I'll give it a little research. Um, speaking of boosters, um, at a time after on the heels of the CDC coming out and basically saying that the shots didn't work, that uh, according to the CDC, uh, those who've gotten the shots and those who haven't gotten the shots should be treated the same because basically their ability to catch the virus or transmit the virus is absolutely identical. Um, it didn't stop the CDC, uh, the FDA, from authorizing another shot. Um, and if you don't want to believe me, if you're scratching your head going, really, what's the point? Well, you know, here it is. Skins, please play clip four. Developing news on the COVID front this hour, the FDA just authorizing updated boosters from Pfizer and Moderna. So the reformulated boosters will combine the original vaccine with one that targets specifically those Omicron variants. Pfizer's vaccine is authorized for those age 12 and up. Moderna's for people 18 and older. Now, keep in mind here, the CDC still has to sign off on these new boosters. The agency's vaccine advisors are set to meet and hold a vote tomorrow. Um, you know, what else? Do, what else can we say about this? You know, I mean, it's it's just a running joke, you know, that after everybody, you know, it, in fact, there's memes going around now about, oh, gee, I've gotten my fourth shot and now I'm down with COVID. But thank goodness. Thank goodness I got that fourth booster because otherwise I might really be sick. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Look, I don't care if you want to go get the shot. I've never told anybody here, don't go get the shot. I think it should be about individual choice. Um, but to me, when you when the CDC, the, I, I mean, the CDC hasn't voted on it yet. But when the CDC is, has come out and said it makes no difference to get the shot, why in the world are we spending taxpayers money to continue to put out these shots it's an economic issue as much as it is about 
you know, it, and even Justin Trudeau, there was there's a clip out there today in which where's this clip when it comes to even Trudeau is shifting away from covid as an excuse for tyranny going on right now. Um, here's when he was he was asked a question today about the rise in anger towards politicians. And he was asked about it in general, not just about up in Canada, because I wouldn't play it if it was just specific to Canada. But here's what his response was in, in, in regards to politicians globally and why there's so much anger towards them. Skins, please play clip two. Um, I'm just wondering, what do you think is behind the rise in threats that politicians are facing? We've been through a lot. There's a as a country, as a world over these past years. Obviously, the pandemic, uh, increasing anxiety because of climate change. <laughs> climate change. He had to shift from COVID, right? Because, I mean, really, they, they're, they're, they're just, there was that skit on In Living Color where he'd pat his pockets and he'd go, I'm fresh out. I mean, they're fresh out. They got, they, they're talking a fifth booster. When you're talking a fifth booster, you got nothing. You're fresh out on the COVID the the COVID game, okay? They're fresh, so now they got to shift to climate change because that's really what what it's all about right now, right? It's all about the climate change, trying to justify why you should be paying anywhere between a thousand to three thousand dollars on your electricity bill, right? Um, we're gonna go to the phones. David is on the line. He's from East County Tea Party, and I think he's got some actually some good news to share. Regard good news out of the state of California. Who knew? Hey, David from East County Tea Party. Thanks for calling in. Hey, Andrea. Uh, well, I got some great news. I got an email a uh, little bit ago from uh, Kevin Kiley, uh, who's been a fantastic uh, representative of the, of the people and a fantastic fighter yes. for our for, to protect our rights. And today was the last day that uh, bills could be uh, passed. And uh, Senate Bill 866, which would allow minors to be given... Uh, the the phony vaccine shots without their parents' consent is dead and gone. <gasps> it it did not pass. That is an absolute win. That's amazing. Power back to the people. Power back to the parents. Power back to the people. And they did not get that control, which they've they're they've kind of jumped the shark when it comes down. That's why yeah. they're uh, losing ground and uh, losing steam on this. And and that now they're running back to their other manufactured crisis of uh, climate change, and that's going to fall apart too because the hurricane uh, uh, system in the uh, the south, which was predicted to be uh, thirty plus, is uh, whimpering with only a couple of small storms so far this year. So we're, we're looking good. They're falling apart, and they're worried that they're not going to be able to hold on to their stolen power. Well, that's one reason why Biden had this speech yesterday and he's doubling down on basically declaring MAGA as a bunch of domestic terrorists and, you know, the veiled threats or however you interpret him talking about a mocking Second Amendment right advocates. I mean, they're having to come, you know, full out um, just exposing their hatred for Trump supporters and MAGA to, to make us declare us as enemies of the state because they can't win with their policies. 
David. They well, they I'm, know that they can't they can't win with honesty and facts. They can't admit to the American people what the end game is. They've got to lie. They've got to hide. They've got to steal elections. Um, you know, it, it, from a variety of different standpoints, uh, they've got to continue to try to. They, what their plan now is to, in, in addition to continuing to persecute and prosecute Trump with what's going on down there in Florida with the raid, they've now just basically openly admitted that that the game plan is what we've been talking about all along. Is the game plan is to spread that out across you know Trump voters. That's why when she they basically have come out and said Trump voters, you know, are threats to democracy and threats to our rights. And when you basically state that, state that an entire group of people for their politics are enemies of the state, then that justifies the use of the U.S. government against them. So, um, yeah, because they're fresh out on the COVID tyranny excuses. And yeah, they're and when they can they can say all day long inflation is zero percent and oh, yay, gas prices are down. Uh, I don't know about East County, David, but it's six dollars a gallon almost out here in La Jolla area. Speaking of East County, are you out anywhere near where the fires are? There's Lake uh, Lakeside Fire and there's Delzura. Well, I'm I'm actually sitting outside where it's a little cooler, and and I can still see the uh, the smoke billowing up out in Delzura. Lakeside is out. Okay, um, that was right by the. Uh, the um, San Diego River Overpress Bridge on 67, probably homeless, started it from what the aerial shots were on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But I was going to say, Andrea, you know, I I wear my uh, my proud uh, deplorable badge uh, for uh, years since I, um, Hillary gave that to us. And now I've got to get a, a semi-fascist badge <laughs> that I'll, I'll also wear proudly because these guys are losing it. Yeah. Uh, Every time they do that, it's public relations for us. Yes, because uh, uh, we're not going to take it. We're, and and they've they've overreached. Look yes, what they've done to our country with energy and the border and uh, and everything that they touch has blown up. And and my group is growing all the time with Democrats that don't want to be Democrats and be associated with them anymore. Well, God bless you. Thank you for calling in and sharing the good news here in California. And thank you for being a patriot. We appreciate you. Thanks, Andrea. All right. Uh, Skins, do we have time to take one more call before we take a break? He says we do. I got a thumbs up. John from uh, California is on the line. He's, he's got a comparison between Biden and Saddam Hussein. Is this Biden? Is this the Saddam Hussein coming out of the spider hole, John? Or is this cogent Joe Biden? Welcome to the show. This is, hi. Yes, it's a, basically what we were talking about before, a tyranny that it's, that it's worse. And yet we're letting it go on, and uh, we couldn't, which I, the administration did. They went into Iraq, and Iraq's own people took the dictator, and they they just did away with him. But here we are in the in the first first world, and we're letting this happen, and uh, it's. I was just thinking about that today, and we and I said to myself, we can't let this this go on. We need to do keep on doing what we should do about it. 
because it's ruining the country. Yeah, so so your comparison, because we were having a little trouble with your phones when you were first talking, so basically what you're saying is that even in third world Iraq over there, uh, they got rid of Saddam Hussein, they they hung him, and here you're saying that we've got a dictator here, Joe Biden, and he's being allowed to destroy the country. Is that is that your comparison? Did I get that right? I think we lost John. But I think that's what he was saying, right? It's like, you know, they took care of him. They got rid of Saddam Hussein. We actually weren't the ones that, that, that hung Saddam Hussein. The Iraqis did it over there because of crimes that he and committed. This is still America. Yeah, the, the, the crimes that Saddam Hussein committed over there. And here we've got this dictator committing crimes uh, against Americans. So uh, interesting analogy, John. We have to take a break. Thank you for calling in if you're still there. I think we lost the connection. Stay tuned. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.